This daf is is is, uh, is a lovely daf. It's not so hard. So we're up to daf mem dalad amid beis. Three lines from the bottom. Am Rabbi Chanan, Rabbi Yechonon. Hakol Ma'idiv. Everyone agrees. Be'eved va'ibik chavim alba basisral. That if a non-Jew lives with a Jewish woman, havlad mamzer, the child is a mamzer. Now I, I don't believe we pass in this way, but that's the sheet of the Gemara, and we'll discuss this over the next daf of whether a non-Jew living with a Jewish woman, so the child's a Jew, the question is, is the child a mamzer? The Gemara says yes. Now, the question is, why would everyone agree to this? A non-Jew living with a Jew is, is a lav, is a losase. We had yesterday a machlokas, whether a losase makes a mamzer. So, yeah, we said pogum. That we're going to talk about. That, that we're also going to mention. That's pogum kahuna. That's how we paskin. But the Gemara is now bringing a possibility that it's a mamzer. Now the question is, why would it be different than any other lav? So the reason why it would be potentially different than any other lav is because Kedushin is not typhus with a non-Jew. Meaning, if you have a chayvei lavin and you get married, you need a get, according to most opinions outside of Rav Akiva. But if you marry a guy, you don't need a get. It's, Kedushin is not typhus by a guy. So you could treat it more severely than any other lav. That's the, the conceptual reason why a guy would be worse than any other chavei lavin. The Gemara says, why? Even though Shimon holds that a mamza does not come from a chavei lavin, rather it comes from chavei krisus. Go to the next page. That's because Shimon holds the average chavei lavin. The marriage is valid. If a kayan marries a divorcee, while he's not allowed to do this, it's a valid marriage, meaning that he needs a divorce. Therefore, the child's not going to be a mamzer because it's a marriage the Torah recognizes. But when it comes to a guy, because Kedushin is not typhus, it's like a chayvei krisus. Because you can't marry a guy. You can't marry a chayvei krisus either. Kedushin not typhus. So that's the area where a guy is worse than any other lav. There's no Kedushin with a guy. The Gemara says Macy. So right now we're saying that if you live with a guy, according to Shimonati Mani, the child from a guy is a mamzer. The problem is the Bryce says not like that. The Bryce says, If a non Jew lives with a Jewish woman, Havlad Mamzer, Shimon Ben Yehuda Oimer, ain't mamzer, Mishi Suri The Bryce clearly states that that not everyone agrees to this. That, that if you hold that it's from Chayvi Krisus, it's from Chayvi Krisus, not from a guy. So how could you say that Roshim Natimani is Moida? That Roshim Natimani agrees that if you live with, that if you have a child from a guy, it's a, it's a Mamzer, that's not what the Brisa says. No, the Brisa is not according to Roshim Natimani by name, but it's his Shita. So you see that a guy is the same as any other lab. So it's not, it's not, it's not a Mamzer. So the Gemara says, you know what? Rather, rather who holds that a guy makes a Mamzer? Rebbe, it's Rav Yudah Nasi. Okay, meaning it's not everybody. It's Rav Yudah Nasi. Afal gav the Rebbe Amar in Advar Malolo Murim El Adiv Rav Akiva Sheaisa Chalutza Keerva Vleilei Svirlei. Rav Akiva held that if you marry a Chalutza, which is a Losase, you don't need a get, right? You don't need a get from that because it, Rav Akiva holds the Chayvei Lavin makes a Mamzer and all that stuff. So Rebbe once said about Rav Akiva Shita that I don't hold like Rav Akiva. That Rav Akiva is the one who says that if you, uh, if you marry a chalutza, you don't need a get. But Rebbe doesn't hold that way. Meaning, so Rebbe does not generally treat chayvei lavin 
as a mamzer, as a chavik krisus, but Rebbe is moida that a guy does. So not everybody, but Rebbe Yudah Nasi. Okay. The Gemara says. Correct. So we don't see Shita. But you did not see Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva for sure. Rabbi Akiva holds all Chavi Lavik. But and Rabbi Yudha Nasi. How do I know this? The Chiyasa Rabdimi. Am Rabbi Yitzchik. Bar Rabdimi. Mishim Rabbeinu. Rabdimi quoted Rabbeinu, which is Rabbi Yudha Nasi. Now this is obviously significant because Rabbi Yudha Nasi was the Rav of Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara now, we're going to discuss this Shita of Rabbi Yudha Nasi, whether, whether Rabbi Yudha Nasi held that way. Gemara says, Ravacha Sar Habira, Rav Tanchum Berida Rav Chia, Ishkvarako. These two Rabbonim, Proik Hanushav Yusa, the Asuma Arman Lutveria. There were these two women that were held captive in Tveria, and they redeemed them. They were Poydish Shvuyim. Now, part of the negativity of being uh, held captive is the non Jews were captives, and then one of the women was pregnant. So the question is, is that child a Mamzer? So it's a guy with a Jew. So, one of them was pregnant from a guy. So they went to Ravami and Amla Rav Yechanan. So what are Ravami? They asked Ravami, is the child a guy? Is the child a mamzer or not a mamzer? So Ravami said as follows. He said, you have three shitas. You have Rav Yechanan, Rav Lazar, Rav Chanina. These three shitas say that it's a mamzer. So we'll go with those three shitas. So Amr Rav Yosef, when Rav Yosef heard this, that Ravami was being strict, he said. He said the following, right? Ravami listed three shitas that held that it's a mamzer, and that's why he passed him, that it's a mamzer. So Rav Yosef said, Rebus on the Mikshiv Gavri, what do you think it's so impressive to list names? I can list names too, and I could list names to be Makel. Harav Shmuel, Rav and Shmuel, Rav Yeshua ben Levi, and Bar Kapara, that's four names. I got, I got four names who hold that it's not a mamzer. Some changed Bar Kapara to Zikne Darim. <laughs> I, I, I think you should be Mekel. So he asked, so, so we're trying to figure out why Ravami was so strict. So first we thought it was because, well, he had three names that said that it was strict. The problem is I can list you four names that are, that are, that are Mekel, that hold the child's not a Mamzer. So El Amr Rav Yosef, so Rav Yosef rather said, the reason why Ravami is strict was because Revi. It's because we just got finished saying that Rav Yudha Nasi holds that the child's a Mamzer. Rav Yudha Nasi was the Rav of Eretz Yisrael, so it makes sense that Ravami would follow Rav Yudha Nasi. So you see the shita of Rav Yudanasi is that child's the mamzer. Now, before we get to this opinion, we're going to finish the b'risa. Now, the Gemara, just just to foreshadow, the Gemara is going to point out that some have a different version of Rav Yudanasi that he actually felt the child's not a mamzer. But before we get there, let's just finish the b'risa. So Rav Yudanasi feels the child's a mamzer. Then you have what Adam mentions is Rav Yeshua... Um, Rav Yeshua have a lot kosher. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, Rav Yeshua ben Levi. Rav Yeshua ben Levi. Oh, have a lot mekulkel. Rav Yeshua ben Levi says, "No, the child's not a mamzer. He's mekulkel." What does it mean mekulkel? Leman ilay milakol. Um, Rav Yeshua have a lot kosher. It's not a mamzer because he's disagreeing with Rabbi. El kahuna. Rather, Rav Yeshua is telling you that if the child, if you have a, a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish father, the child is not a mamzer, but it's pasul kahuna. Yeah, but he has used the word pasul. He says because it's. Yeah, it's mekulkel means damaged. It happens to be, I think we paskin, which is a good point. I think we paskin that lichachila we don't allow it, but b'dieved, if they already got married, we let it. And there's a machlokes revadi. I told you it's machlokes revadi and Ramosha. 
The Ravadi and Moshe had a machlaikis, what happens if they got engaged? Not like Jew, not like halachic engagement, like our engagement. Um, a koyin to, uh, to this child, would we cancel the shidduch? So Ramayisha said, yeah, because you don't allow it, and they're not married yet. So Ravadi said, no, meeting each other and getting engaged, that's already uh, matzav b'diavid. So that's why maybe it's mekulkul, because it's not that it's a possible marriage, it's just that we don't, we avoid it l'chachila. We avoid it l'chachila. The Gemara says, now how do I know that it's mekulkul, meaning how do I know that there's an issue with this child to marry a koyin? So the Gemara says, because all the poiskim who allow this child to not be a mamzer, but they still agree that he should not marry a koyin. How do I know this? We had this yesterday. It's a kavu chaymer from almana. Learned out from an almana lekayin gadol, right? An almana lekayin gadol, which is not a universal iser. Right? It's not a, an iser that's universal. It's only an iser that, that, that is relevant to a, an almana and to a kayin gadol. Yet the child from such a union is posle kuhuna. So living with a guy, which is a universal iser, of course the child's posle kuhuna. It's learned out from an almana. Now the, the Gemara just has to clarify, when it comes to an almana, when she lives with the kayin gadol, she becomes posle kuhuna also. Not just the child, the mother also. The answer is, and the Gemara is going to say, that's the same thing with a guy. If a Jewish woman is with a guy, she also becomes posle kuhuna. It's actually very, very important to know halachically. She becomes, if a Jewish woman is with a guy, she becomes pasal kuhuna. Correct. Yeah. But the point is, that's why it's comparable to an Amman al-Kayin Gadol. An Amman al-Kayin Gadol, when, they, when they're together, the Amman becomes pasal kuhuna, and the child is pasal kuhuna. So a Jewish woman with a guy, she becomes pasal kuhuna, and the child is pasal kuhuna. It's, uh, There's no it's like a... There's no leniency if she was forced to... Nope. Too. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. And that's how we paskin. It's actually very important to know. With a Jew, not, but with a guy, he's a pasukuna. As anyone who's dealt with uh, ksubas and, and these type of things, uh, pasukuna is, is a different type of. Uh, even, even today. Yeah, I'll, I'll, after this year, if you remind me, after, I just want to finish the daf, and I'll, I'll tell you a very interesting halachic nafkamina. Uh, that my father and I unfortunately have to deal with a lot in this in this regard. It's, it's actually very fascinating. Let, let's just finish it off, but just remind me because I'm going to forget. So the Gemara says, What about the fact that Almana, she herself, she becomes Paslakuna? The answer is, So too with a guy. If you live with a guy, the woman becomes a Zainer. She becomes Paslakuna. Therefore, the child is also Paslakuna. How do I know that if a guy is with a Jew, she becomes Paslakuna? Shinemar, Ubas Koyen, Sia, Almana, Ugrusha. The only people who can marry a Kayin are someone who could have widow and divorce, meaning someone who could have a halachic marriage. If it's a marriage that's not acceptable, meaning, if I were to ask you what makes a Zaina, yeah, it's actually very, very it's a very, very simply said. A Zaina means that a woman was with a man, then she becomes Pasukuna. What's the definition of a Zaina? The Gemara is now telling you if you're with someone that you're not halachically able to marry, meaning that the Kedushin are not Typhus, that makes a Zaina. So therefore, if you're with uh, Arayis, that's a Zaina. If you're with a guy, that's a Zaina. If you're with a Jew uh, when they're both single, that's not going to make a Zaina. Because technically marriage is Shaykh. You understand? So the terminology is on the street. It's not, exactly. It's not, exactly. So Zona means when you're in the same, even in the same room? Or Zona means... No, no, living together. Living, yeah. 
I'm just using a lush and a kia. But uh, yeah. The Gemara is like this. Okay. So we said before that Rav Ami passed this woman who was captive because Rav Yudha Nasi said that the child of a guy is a mamzer. So the Gemara, Abaya said, My chazes is some chesad the Rav Dimi. Why are you following Rav Dimi's version of Rav Yudha Nasi, which is that the child is a mamzer? Samachad the Ravin. Ravin had a different version of Rav Yudha Nasi, that he said the child is not a mamzer, so you should follow that. Kayach da tera odif, you should always be more mekel. The chiyasa Ravin, I'm Rav Nasin, Rav Yudha Nasi. Who's Rav Yudha Nasi? Rabbi. He said that the child of a guy is not a mamzer. So he actually said it. The child is not a mamzer. So the whole thing that we're saying on Rav Yudanasi, it's not so posh. Rav Yudanasi said it's a machlaikis of what he said. Uman Rav Yudanasi, Rebbe. Obviously, Rebbe is Rav Yudanasi. They're the same person. The Gemara is just speaking it out because there was a Rav Yehudanasiya who was a later generation. This Rav Yudanasi is the same as Rebbe. The Gemara continues. Rav also held that if a guy is with a Jew, the child's not a mamzer. How do I know this? The following story. It's an interesting story. There's a lot of Agadita on it, but uh, not for now. I'll read the story and you could look into Ben Yehuda. There's a whole lot of Rikos about it. But the, the following story. There was a person who came in front of Rav and he said, My father was a guy, my mother was a Jew. Am I a mamzer? Summer lay, Rav. Avlad kosher. You're fine. You're not a mamzer. So Amar Lehi, Havli Bardich. So he said to Rav, I want to marry your daughter then. So he says, Lo Yavalach. Nope, no thank you. I'm, gonna, I'm good on that one. We're going to pass on that one. So the Gemara says, Amar Simi Barchiya Rav. Simi Barchiya felt that Rav was doing a, a disservice. You're right, you're, you're making a big chiddush. That the child of a guy is not a mamzer. And you have the opportunity to act on it by marrying your daughter off to this guy. You should. Why? He said the following line. Amri Yenish, people always say, Gamla bimodai akava rakta. People always say that the camels in modai dance in a box. Meaning, that's, that was a terminology that, like, people always say, like, far fetched things. That's always what people say. Like, people always get outlandish. They go over the top. Uh, in a box, there's a camel dancing in modai. You have the opportunity to actually prove it. You're saying something outlandish, but you can actually prove it. So he says, Hakova Hogamlo Hamadai. You got the camel, you got the box, you got Madai. Floy Rakta, start dancing. Meaning, let's, let's, let's. Amalei, Rav said, I wouldn't marry him off if it was like Yeshua ben Nun. No, thank you. I am out. I'm. I don't know. That's why there's a lot. There's a lot to uncover in this Gemara. I'm just going to read you the Gemara. I don't know. Maybe Yeshua ben Nun. I don't know. I mean, the Gemara actually Ben Yehuda actually feels that it was a Taina that he didn't mention Moshe Rabbeinu. I don't know. It's interesting. He says if he was like Yeshua Benun, I wouldn't marry him off. I wouldn't marry him to my daughter. Meaning, I'm not. I'm interested in a different type of son. Why? He's kosher, but the, the, the why I don't have to do. <laughs> like this is, like it's in the morning. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is probably like after Shachris. So the Gemara says. He says, if he was like your Shubinun, you wouldn't have to marry off your daughter because he can get other suitors. He's not getting anybody else because of the question of paternity. So you should marry off the daughter. I'm sorry, the Gemara says, After this discussion, the guy's not leaving. The guy was like harassing Rav. He like refused to leave. So Rav looked at him and he died. So thus ended the story of the guy. There's a whole to do. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's more to the Gemara story, but yeah. So the Gemara then says the other. The Af Rav Masna Rav Masna also held the child of a guy is not a mamzer. Why? 
Rabbi Yehuda Mar Lotera, and Rabbi Yehuda also. The Chiyas Lekami the Rabbi Yehuda, because someone once came in front of Rabbi Yehuda with the following situation that he was the child of a guy. Zil Itmar Inosiv Bas Minach. This is an interesting Gemara. He said, listen, go to a different town when no one knows who you are and marry somebody. Because if you stay here, no one's going to want to marry you. That's what he said. So, the, so what does that mean? First of all, it means that you're not a mamzer. Because if he was actually a mamzer, he would never advise him to go to a different town and hide his lineage. The shaila is, how is he advising him to go to a different town and to hide his lineage? Isn't that Kenevis Das? I guess what he meant was, go to a different town, don't tell everybody you're a guy, let them meet you, realize you're, you're you know, an exceptional person, and, and then they'll look past it. I don't think he's trying to say, you know, be that guy in yeshiva world where it's, you know, shame, uh, guy, non-guy. I don't think he's trying to hide it forever. He's just saying that, like, go, go, you know, go to a different town where no one knows you because right now everyone, everyone has a preconceived notion about you. Go to a different town. The point is, if he was a mamzi, he would obviously never say that. The Gemara says a similar thing. Um, he said the same thing. Go to a different town where no one knows you, or marry someone who's also fathers a guy. Because uh, right now people have preconceived notions. But again, the very fact that he's saying to go to a different town where no one and hide that part of you is obviously not a mamzi. He would never advise that. The following shayla was asked to Rabbi. Right, we've been talking about a full guy. What about a half guy? It's a half half slave, half not slave. Does a half guy also make a mamzer? So Amar Lei hashda evet kuli Amri Kasher chetzi mi boy. He says I pass him that a full guy doesn't make a mamzer. Definitely half guy is definitely not going to make a mamzer. So to me, it's not a shayla. So Amar Yosef, Mara Deshmai to go to this page. Manu, who's the one who says that a full guy does not make a mamzer? Rabbi Yehuda. We just got finished saying Rabbi Yehuda was one of the opinions. I Amar Rabbi Yehuda mi shechetzi evet vechetzi ben chayr and habav as Yisrael oisev vlad in loytakon. We have a contradiction. Rabbi Yehuda says that a full guy that is with a Jew, the child's not a mamzer. But a half guy, the child is a mamzer. That's a little, that's a little tricky. If a full guy is a mamzer, how is that? A full guy is kosher. How is a half guy a mamzer? So What's the, a half, uh, half slave, half non, half slave, meaning uh, full slave. Then half of him was sleep, right, freed. Right. So half Jew, half non-Jew. Full guy, not a mamzer. Half guy, yes, mamzer. It's, uh, it's tricky. So we're going to give two attempts. One attempt and then one full answer. So the Gemara says, The Gemara is going to answer right now is that when Rabbi Yehuda said that a full guy doesn't make a mamzer, that's when she's single. If she's married, it does. So when he said a half guy makes a mamzer, it's talking about a case where the half guy is Mekadish a woman. So she's Mekudish, she's a married woman because half of him is Jewish. But then when, he, when he's with her, the half that's a guy makes her, makes her, uh, makes her mamzer. Meaning, the, uh, when a full guy, when, when Yehuda said a full guy does not make a mamzer, that's when she's single. But if she was married, then the guy makes a mamzer. Which part? The woman. Is she single or is she married? Meaning, Rabbi Yehuda said that a full guy that's with a Jewish woman, the child's not a mamzer. But he said a half guy is. So how do you explain that? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda's shita is really that when, when, when a guy is with a woman and has a child, is the child a mamzer? We said before, no, the answer is not so passion. If she's single, then not a mamzer. If she's a married woman, a shishish, then the child is a mamzer. Why this would be, I'm not 100% sure. A shishish with a guy, yes. That's what he's saying. 
That's according to Rabbi Yehuda. Right now, we're going to reject it in a second. Knu not. Now, why this is, why a guy with a married woman, it's, a, it's, a, it's weird because what does it matter if she's married? Like, he's a guy. Uh, okay. And the Gemara is saying, so therefore, why is a half-slave make a mamzer? Because it's talking about a case where the half-slave is mekadisher. So she's mekudish, she's a married woman because half of him is Jewish. But then when he's with her, the half that's a guy makes the mamzer. Meaning, a full guy with a married woman makes a mamzer. A full guy with a single woman does not. That's our view the the problem is, that's not true. So right now we're saying, like, what's Rabbi Yudashita about a guy making a mamza? The answer is, it'll depend. If she's single, not a mamza. If she's married, mamza. The problem is, that's not true. The Gemara says, The Gemara says, Nardoi said that it's binary. It's yes or no. You either feel that a guy makes a mamza, or it doesn't. If you feel it makes a mamzer, it makes a mamzer even by a single girl. If you feel that it doesn't make a mamzer, it doesn't make a mamzer even by a married woman. How do I know this? What's the source of mamzeris? The source of mamzeris is your father's wife, your mother. You have a kid, your mother or stepmother. So the question is, the machloikis of whether a guy makes a mamzer is, is it comparable to a father's wife? On the one hand, it's a lav, and that's kares. On the other hand, they're both kedusha nataifis. But the point is, Nardo is saying is that you either hold that it makes a mamzer or it doesn't. The whole distinction of like, oh, single, married, that's not a distinction. So the Gemara says, The source of all of this is from, of mamzeris is from the, the wife of your father. Man, the apostle, the one who says that a guy makes a mamzer, they say, well, a guy is comparable to Eishasav. Just like Eishasav, the Kedushan are not typhus, so to a guy is Kedushan not typhus. And the one who holds that no, it's not comparable, and therefore it doesn't make a mamzer. So they say it's not comparable because Eishasav, everyone else can marry her, you can't. But a guy, no one can marry, meaning a guy is in a separate category. The point is, though, Nardai is saying that you either hold that a guy makes a mamzer or it does not. The chiluk of whether she's single or married is irrelevant for a guy. So go back to our original question, does Rabbi Yudah hold makes a mamzer or not? On the one hand he said no, but then he said a half guy does, so how do you reconcile that? So our first attempt was, there's a chilek between Pnuya and Eish but that's not a good answer. So the Gemara rather says like this, The answer is, a guy never makes a mamzer. So why does a half guy make a mamzer? We're talking about a case where it's with a married woman. And the mamzer is not coming from the Goyesha part, it's coming from the Jewish part. If a man is with a married woman, is the child the mamzer? Yeah, vada. So why do you say the child's a mamzer and a half guy? We were always focused on the Goyesha part. We're like, oh, he yells a guy. He says, no, a guy doesn't make a mamzer at all. So why is the case of a mamzer? It's because there's a half Jew in there. So the Jewish part of it makes a mamzer. Not the Goyesha part, you understand? I mean, we were so focused on the Goyesha part. Like, oh, the Goyesha part does, Goyesha part does. And the answer is the guy, guy never makes a mamzer. So why is it a mamzer by a half guy? The answer is because it's a half Jew. And she's a married woman. And a half Jew with a married woman is, is makes a mamzer. Not that he married her, because if he married her, that's his wife. We're talking about she's a married woman, and, and he's a half Jew. Okay, here to the next of the dot, by the way, end of the dot, a lot of very fascinating halachas. We'll run through them. Very fascinating halachas. The Gemara says like this. Amr Ravina, Amr Le Rav Geza. Rav Geza said the following. Ikla Rav Yaisi Bar Ovin La Asrin. Rav Yaisi Bar Ovin went to a certain town. Bava Uvda Bipnuya. There was a certain case with a Pnuya. So it's a guy with a Pnuya, a guy with a single girl. He felt that it's not a Mamzer. 
But a, but a married woman, he felt his possible. So what we said before, that there's no distinction between Pnuy and Eshesish, now we're saying that there is. But some have a different version. Amr of Sheshish, of Sheshish said, Lididi Amr Le Rav Geza, I spoke to Rav Geza. And he says, first of all, Lord of Asibarov and Havel of Yosibarzvida. First of all, it wasn't Rav Yosibarov and Yosibarzvida. The Elshir Bebebnuy Bechesish. And he didn't make a distinction. He felt both are not a Mamzer. So your version is incorrect. Amalei Ravacha Bere de Rav Ravina. Ikla Amemel Asrin. The Elshir Bebebnuy Bechesish. Rav Ashi went and he felt that it doesn't make a Mamzer. The Hilchasa of the Governor Eber Abbas. Yisrael Vlad Kosher Bebebnuy Bechesish. And the Halacha is it does not make a Mamzer. Fine. Here to the end of the Daf. Very interesting. We'll run through this. There was a Rav, which you had in the Gemara many times. His name was Rav Mari Bar Rochel. Now, if you notice, his name is Rav Mari Bar, his son, Rochel. doesn't mention his father's name. The reason being is because his father was a guy. So he didn't want to mention his father's name, so he mentioned his mother's name. Which is even when you get called up for an aliyah, if your father's a guy, according to some opinions, you use the mother's name. According to some opinions, you use the grandfather. According to others, you can use the guy. But it's a, it's a Shiloh. It's a Shiloh. Um, if you're getting it, it's also it's a Shiloh. Okay, so Rav Mari Barochel, his father was a guy, the Gemara says he went to Rav and he asked him, Am I a Mamzer? So Rav said, You're not a Mamzer. And he elected him as like an official. He gave him like a, a position of power. I don't know if it was a Rav, it was a Dayan, it was a Shaykhid. He gave him some position of power. Now, the reason why that's a Chiddush is because in general we do not give Goyim positions of power. There's a special halacha that you only allowed to give positions of power to a Jew when applicable. So the Gemara says, so he appointed him, gave him a position of power. The reason being is because he's Jewish. His mother's a guy, mother's a Jew. The Gemara says, The Pasuk says, you shall appoint a king upon yourself, and a king is loved They're not just a king. All positions of power have to be of Jews. So why are they appointing Rami Barachel as a position of power? Whatever he was, Mashkiach, Shaykhet, Baidik, whatever it was. So that the, the reason being is because because he's Jewish. Now, by the way, in addition to not appointing a guy to a position of power, the Gemara also says, You're also not supposed to appoint a woman as a position of power, which is why there's a very big shaila. Ramayusha was asked, is a woman allowed to be a Mashkiach? Is that considered a position of power or not? And how you had, uh, was it Hormiz? Hormiz Amalka, I forgot her name. At the beginning of Sukkah, there's a, there's a Gemara that, she, uh, I forgot her name. Was it Hormiz? No. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, she was a queen that she had young kids in the Sukkah. Huh? Yeah, 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 I forgot yeah, her name was. It's a Shiloh of how she was allowed to be appointed. Anyway. That's, that would be, by the way, a potential issue with a woman uh, not just being a Rav, but being a, a Yoetzat, potentially. In addition to the, the halachic issues of learning Torah and all that stuff, that's complicated in its own right. But the concept of a woman being like a Pisekes, you have to know how Devira was able to do it. But there is a potential issue based on the Sugya, which is not for now. Okay. The truth is, these Yoetzes probably know the Gemara better than I do, so it's not a so they're not uh, <laughs> they're pretty well versed in these sugyas. Anyway, let's go back there. The Gemara then says the following: It's very very fascinating. Gemara. The Gemara says, "Avde deravchia barami itvala lahi ovedes kechavim l'shem intasa." So they had this non-Jewish slave of Ravchia barami, a non-Jewish woman. They brought her to the mikvah. 
so that she could be with a, with a Jewish slave. But they didn't bring her to the mikvah to, to convert. They brought her to the mikvah for nida, which you obviously don't have to do. She's a gaita. But they didn't know or they were confused. So they dipped her in the mikvah for the wrong purpose. It's for a Jewish purpose. She wasn't going swimming. So the question is, does that work? She's going into the... As a conversion. She's going into the mikvah for, for Kedusha of Nida. Now, and you also know the only people who are makbid on Nida are Jews. Right. So in essence, she's kind of going to the mikvah to be a Jew, but she's not going into the mikvah like, you know, for, you know, for Tayag Mitzvah, for, 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 you know, to become a Jew. She went to the mikvah to be Tahar for Nida. So the question is, is that enough? So the Gemara says, Amr of Yosef, Yechin al Rav Yosef said to her, this non-Jewish woman, she said, he said, you're kosher and your daughter's kosher. Why? Rav Asi held that if you go to the mikvah to become tahar from Anida, you're Jewish. So first of all, you're Jewish, and then once you're Jewish, the fact that the father was a guy, right? It was a, I'm sorry, it was a non-Jewish slave. The father was a guy, but what did we just got finished saying? A guy with a Jew, the child's kosher. So Rav Yosef said, not only are you kosher, your daughter's also kosher. You're kosher because it was a good geiris, meaning your daughter's a Jew. Once your daughter's a Jew, then the guy with a Jew is kosher. It's not a mamzer. The Gemara says, and what's that? I'm sorry. Now, by the way, Tysus points this out. Um, again, I don't know how we pass it. I, I just want to clarify. This is not how we pass in. I don't know. I, I don't know if it is. I don't know if not. These are sugis that I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not Isaac and Geris. But Tysus points out when she went to the mikvah, there was no bezdin there. Right? A woman goes to the mikvah for neither. There's no bezdin. So says Tysus. You see from here, you don't need a bezdin for the actual mikvah. You need a bezdin for kabbalas mitzvahs, which she might have done as an aside. But for the actual mikvah, you don't need. Although there is a minig that we do. Not a minig. We do practically have the bezdin there. You see, it's not necessary, halachically. You know, I'm not talking about Fenida, I'm talking about Figueres. Oh, so that's the second answer from Tysus. Tysus does say also that it could be that the fact that everyone knew she was going for the Mikvah Fenida, even though they didn't see her go in the water, that's that's Kilo Vizetis. But the point is, you see that there was no Adam at the time. That's the point. There was no Bezin, there was no Adam at the time. And you see that it's a valid conversion. It's just something to remember when these sugyas come up in the future. Now, just to finish up the sugya, there was a, a man who they would say he's a, the son of a guy. I mean, that was what he, they called him. Because they, they called him a guy, basically. Why? Because his father was a guy. Now, the Gemara says, Amr of Ami, Miloy Tavlin Idusa. The Gemara says, Ravasi said, didn't your mother ever go to the mikvah for Anita? She said, yeah. She didn't go for conversion, but she went for the mikvah for Anita. He says, and you're Jewish. Okay. bar They used to say to a certain man that you're the son of a guy, because his father never went to the mikvah. Apparently, Rashi says that, that the father did a mila for conversion, but he never did a tvila. He never went to the mikvah, so it's not a valid conversion. So people were questioning his father's Jewishness. So Amr Yishuvan Levi, Milo Tavla did he ever go to the mikvah like for Ezra, you know, for Kedusha? Did he ever go to the mikvah for other reasons, not for you know Ezra Shoshana? He says yes. Okay, fine. See you, Jewish. Right, stop here. We'll pick it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um,